G'day, Blue Baggers. Welcome to this week's episode of Blues Banter, brought to you by Barkley Smokehouse. I've got uh, the cockroach on the, on the on the other end of this, which is David Teague, is the guest. So we'll uh, we'll get going. How's the how's the isolation going for you, Doc? Isolation is uh, it's starting to wear thin. Um, spending every day indoors, apart from exercising. It's how about you? Uh, it's been uh, it's been interesting trying to find a quiet space to uh, to have a meeting with uh, with the kids at home has been a challenge. And now that Jack's gone back to school, having his two sisters run around and him trying to sit there at a table and do schooling while the other two are playing is uh, keeping your hands full at home. But I'm very lucky my uh, my wife's uh, helping me out and doing a fair bit of that while I'm I'm on a lot of Zoom meetings and uh, chats to to coaches and players. So uh, I'm going okay. I'm going okay. Have you, have you tried your hand at teaching? I'm a qualified teacher, so uh, I did a teaching degree. So you think that I'd be okay at that? But um, I've, I've spoke to a couple other teachers, and they said teaching a class for all twenty is easier than teach, teaching one or two of your own kids. So um, look, Jack and I, we 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 day one we went all right together, but. I have to admit, by about lunchtime, he'd had enough. So uh, I'm not sure he loves me as a teacher. Anyway, oh, what have we got here? We've got some emails and some tweets. How are you ensuring Harry Mackay gets enough me time during ISO? This could really hurt his self-confidence. Uh, I don't think Harry Mackay needs any more self-confidence. So I don't think he's going to lose very much of it. Um, I think that he'll be loving isolation at the moment. Gets to uh, spend some time with his favourite person, which is himself. Um, he'd be loving that. There's, uh, he's got a little, his little minion in the household as well, which would be running, oh, he's two little minions actually, one Pulse and the other one Fraser Phillips. So he'll be running a tight ship, I reckon, in there. Yeah, no, the, the big horse likes his couple of little fluffy ponies. So uh, that, that'll work well. But yeah, I'm with you. I think Harry will be in his element right now. He's, uh, his number one focus will be, will be Harry. And uh, from what we've seen so far, he's training really well. So looking forward to to getting him back on to the Oval. Um, Judy Barr tweets, imagine the leadership group are putting on an act for their teammates at your summer camp. Since there are seven of them, they have to perform as the seven dwarves. I want to know who would play bashful, sleepy, sneezy, happy, grumpy, dopey. Doc to play himself. Oh, you don't even have to. So give us a rundown on the other leadership group. Doc, how would you go here? Yeah, I had to, uh, there's a couple of these I didn't actually know what they meant, really. So I, uh, I have had a look today. Um, Sleepy, I went with Jacob Wiedering. I don't think um, this will be debated, but he, uh, having lived close to him and got a few lifts to the club with him, he, uh, he doesn't like an early morning at all. He's not overly cheerful in the mornings. And um, he got Sleepy. Have you got anything to rebut me on that one? I know, very, very happy with that. No, I think you're, uh, you, you, you've done well there. I got sneezy next, which um, the description was doesn't sneeze all the time, but just sneeze at inappropriate times. So I, um, I put that to Ed, um, the king of making a joke at a bad time or not reading the right situation and putting in his two cents worth. No, very good. Continue. Keep going. You're doing well here. Uh, happy, you got Jonesy. He's a very positive guy. Um, gone through his challenges and come out the other end. He's always in a good mood, which is, uh, I think that one's a good one. You got uh, Grumpy, which I put Walshy. Um, everyone thinks that Walshy's this prim, proper, um, sort of well-mannered kid. But um, I don't think everyone's seen the other side of Walshy, which is 
um, a very spiteful young little boy and <laughs> he has a, quite a temper and he doesn't, he's not afraid of letting the boys know exactly what he thinks. So he's got grumpy. No, I was very much aligned with you there. I often see the uh, toys coming out of the cot when Walshie's, uh, <laughs> when Walshie's not happy with, uh, generally himself. He gets most grumpy at himself. So uh, that's probably what makes him great is, is his drive. But um, no, I, I, was, I was very much aligned with grumpy. Uh, Dopey, I gave that to Cripper, and my description was you just have to look at him. Um, and that's, that's about all you need to see from that one. Which left um, Bashful for Murph. I don't really have a reason, but it was the only one left over. Um, bashful was a word that I didn't really, really know what it meant. So, um, But it's uh, a shy individual, so that was probably the best linkage I could give to Murph when you meet Murph for the first time. He's a little bit more shy than what you when you get him on um, for a few years. Uh, now we've got a couple of emails. Do you want to read the? Have you got them there? Do you want to read the emails there? Yeah, I've got the emails. Uh, who is it? Benny Dowfryer, Fryer from Yarrawonga. Love your work, boys. On the first podcast with Walsh and Setters, it was unanimous that half would have Teague covered when it came to winning a hard ball on the deck. David, would you beat? What would you beat Daniel at? Yeah, no, Daniel probably would. Um, his backside's not much higher, uh, much further from the ground than the tops of his boots. So he's very good at ground balls. Um, I was lucky enough to play with him. Uh, I agree with that one. I'd like to think I'd have him in the air. Um, his short legs would, would hinder him a little bit. So um, contested marking or, or spoiling is probably the area I'd, uh, I'd go for him. Um, low low centre of gravity, you reckon? He very low center of gravity. Beautiful kick, Daniel. He kicked the ball very well. But uh, yeah, low center of gravity, clean around the stoppages. Was a great player. Uh, was quite dominant there uh, one stage, particularly at Hawthorne. Um, was was a very good player. So no, I'm comfortable being second to Daniel in the in the ground balls. Yeah. The, now, an email the from Katandra. I'm a little bit worried about that. I know a little bit about Katandra, and I'm not sure they're really emailing too much out there yet. They're uh, they're still carrier pigeons, I think, back when I remember. But uh, this one's to you, Doc. You obviously grew up a Carlton supporter. Did you ever take any inspiration from another hard addict defender who also wore number 15 for Carlton? It's, it's coincidental that the emails from David, and you are David, and you are also from Katandra. So David was a very popular name in Katandra. <laughs> Just they only think of one name. Everybody's got David. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not sure who wrote that one. But, um, yeah, no, there's a lot of Davids up that way. Um, um, but anyway, uh, inspiration. I um, I do remember watching Teague play when he was when he was a lot younger, back in the early 2000s. Won the BNF. The, the description, the, the view that I had of him as a player was like a, was pretty similar to myself in terms of a, a bit sort of running half back. That's what I thought you were. And then having met you, you do love to to mention that you're a, you're a dour, hardworking role player in the back line. I definitely. I'm just not. I'm not sure which one's married up. Yeah, no, I, I bluffed you. Um, my three runs a game must have caught your eye. But uh, <laughs> I, the end of my career was when GPS units came into vogue. So uh, that ended my career. Running was definitely not something I was doing too often. Of too often so maybe when I ran I tried to get the dash in there because I wasn't doing it too much might have been the peroxide hair just caught my eye across the screen 
Ah, oh, look, that was the plan. It was the plan. It was to trick the coaches as well to think that I could run. So uh, it worked for a little while, but after a while, they caught up with me. They uh, they got behind the goals camera vision, and I think that ended me. Yeah, that ended a few, I think, in their careers. Uh, guys, to get in touch with the show, all you need to do is email bluesbanter at carltonfc.com.au or tweet via hashtag bluesbanter. Now, next, uh, the other boys have been doing a top five, but um, Doc, I was thinking, and uh, I was thinking maybe we could come up with a calendar. I know the kids out there at the moment are looking for different ideas to fill in their time, and I thought maybe we could come up with our own calendar, Carlton Football Cup calendar, but with a slight twist. What are your thoughts? Yeah, let's give it a go. Let's give let's it a give go. Give it a go. All right, let's start with January. January's a hot month. What do, what do the boys like doing when it's a hot month? Uh, beach, uh, time off, hit, getting some sun, relaxing, very uh, chilled out bunch, other than their training, that's no doubt. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm aligned with you. And I've, this is the one, I've done a little bit of prep for this one, but I thought maybe for January, we could have the player that's the quickest to get his shirt off. There's a, there'll be a few here. Yeah, look, we could go, it could take a while, this, this podcast, but... Um, I actually uh, did a little bit of work. I did a bit of Googling and uh, I noticed the guys that seem to come up most prevalent in this area. So I'll, uh, I'll just get up a couple of pictures. Oh, that's not great. Uh, we'll start again. Your, your IT skills are as good as when you're coaching, is it? Yeah, yeah, no, very good. So look, it was perennial. Um, Jack Silvani was quite regular. Um, very quick to get his shirt off. Uh, I think very, very, very quick to find a camera. I think is is part of this as well. Yeah, no, he's he's elite in that area. And uh, to be honest, he might get nominated later for another month um, or two coming up. But you can just see there's a little bit of a tan line. So he's he's obviously not getting his shirt off at, at all stages. But I'm very happy with with where he's at. There's someone Ooh. right there that should not take their shirt off. <laughs> um, I know there's. <laughs> isolation there's rules around isolation and, and the country are doing the right thing to stay healthy right now for everyone else's health and, and eyesight if harry could just leave his top on that would be um very much appreciated <laughs> he'd probably say he looks good there i reckon be fun he would probably say he looks good there harry always thinks he looks good so that's okay but anyway he's done a bit of work since then i think that's a bit of an older picture but uh there's a veteran at this, a, yeah. um, you see absolutely no tan line there. Knows what he's doing. Um, very quick to get a shirt off. Some do say that he doesn't actually own a shirt. Um, and with a body like that, I probably don't blame him. But um, the winner, though, I think, Doc, is there any other nomination? Have you got any other nominations? Uh, well, there's uh, Willow. There's, there's, def there's our defenders coach, Dale, but he's... Uh... He, he's not in this category because I'm, I'm assuming we're going on players. Um, Willow, Willow loves a shirt off. No, nah, you're absolutely right. I think Willow's probably pretty quick. And like you said, he's got a strong mentor. Um, our, our backs coach, obviously, Willow, a halfback flanker. Our backs coach is uh, Dale Amos. He's, he's another who really doesn't enjoy putting a shirt on. Um, but I think what we can see here is Willow's in... Uh, Willow's ready to go. He's, he's got the tans. He's got a bit of work to do. He's, he's, he's not an expert yet, but I think for January, 
we might throw Will. I think Brody Kemp down the track or a Sam Ramsey might also put their hands up. Already. Yeah, they definitely, definitely both will. Fellas that are just starting to, they're finding their feet, and I can see going forward that maybe those guys would, uh, will be pretty keen to, uh, to get involved. So uh, that's a little bit of work I, I did earlier. But um, from there, what about February? What are you thinking for February? Valentine's Day is in Feb, isn't it? Uh, is that right? Great call. It's a great call. It is the 14th of February. Um, yeah. Born on that day, so. Um, yeah, no Valentine's Day. So, who who are the romantics at the club? You, you'd have a bit of a better, bit better idea than I. Um, we got Marchie. Marchie's a bit of a romantic. Mm-hmm. Um, Langy, Langy. Any of the guys have been long term relationships. Yeah. Um, I would say I am slightly. That would yes, probably. No, look, I will be honest. You were probably up there with my top couple. I thought yourself. Uh, you nat little glass of red somewhere, some oysters or a cheese platter or something like that. I could see you with, and they reckon the St Kilda boys reckon Nunesy's a very big Nunesy, very big romantic. Um, when he's not surfing, that he uh, he's quite good. But uh, have you got a stand? I, I, have you got a stand? My standout would be Plow. My I just think that he uh, he's a bit of a smiling assassin. He Plow would be. Um, as nicknamed by Charlie as Loverboy. So I think uh, that would probably be the winner for me. Uh, very good. So uh, February's plough, I, I think you're spot on there. Now, March, bit of a tough one, March. What are you, you got anything there for us? What sort of topic can we align with March? Um, on the same sort of theme of days is Labor Day. So we could go for a, a hard worker, potentially, oh, is what I had written down. Yeah, no, very good. Well, uh, who, who jumps to mind here? Uh, well, Walsh, um, Tommy DeConning with his craft is a hard worker. Jonesy, Weedering. Uh, there's a few. We've got a few. We've got a fair few at the club, I would say. Cripper, Cripper's a bloody hard worker. So, no, nah, you're spot on there. A uh, couple of jump out of me. Finbar loves to watch. Uh, he's really good at watching vision and preparing really well for his training and purpose. Paulson's probably another one. Really noticed now he's gone down back. Working on his craft and, and training, uh, training with great intensity. So uh, I like it. March is a hard worker, and who who are you giving it to? Who's who's the winner in this uh, category? I'm, I'm probably going to have to give it a Walshie. Walshie's um, since day one has come in and set the world on fire at the club, and um, impressed everyone with his training habits and his standards. So I'd have to give it to him. Would be my winner. Um, April, April. Tell you what, last day, this April hasn't been much fun. Yeah, well, that's it's, it hasn't been much fun at all, to be honest. We've been stuck indoors and enjoying the company of ourselves, basically. Well, who would enjoy the companies of themselves the most? Uh, Harry. Harry would definitely be one. Um, oh, yeah, no. Cunners. I reckon Cunners would love just a bit of just a bit of time at home, relaxing. I'll be worried Cunners by himself would start arguments with himself. <laughs> it seems, yeah, probably. That would, that actually, it wouldn't put it past him. Yeah. Um, you know, that's one that grabs me. He's, uh, he's very big on the Instagram, putting up a, uh, a pic of himself or uh, a meal. I think he would enjoy this time being creative. He's quite creative with his Instagram. I think he would, uh, he would enjoy this time. Yeah, he'd be, he'd be definitely more productive than most. Yeah, 
Fisher, would he be just sitting on the games, the computer games, trying to get in the top 300 again a fortnight? Yeah, well, he's sitting with me at the moment playing Fortnite, so I can't really throw, throw too many stones in this. <laughs> uh, but when we thought April, I was thinking Easter and I was thinking uh, like Jesus rising from the dead, maybe Cruiser, he, he just keeps coming back. But I think your, uh, your isolation one, I think there's a standout there for April. Yeah, but we've already sort of been through it. But the, uh, in terms of loving themselves and loving spending time with themselves, and um, it'd have to be Harry for me. All right, May, Mother's Day. Mother's Day, Mummy's Boys. Mummy's Boys. Now I was I was I was called a Mummy's Boy when I uh, left Brisbane by many a fan. So <laughs> one of many reasons why they thought I left. But anyway, there's nothing wrong with loving your mum. Like obviously they do a lot for you. Some just yeah. love their mums a little bit more than others. Who have you got? Any standouts? Oh look, I know I know Garvel. I've known Garvel a while, and I know he's got a, a, a very big uh, heart for his mother. He, he, he loves his mum, Michelle, um, a lot and does a fair bit. Um, Caleb Marchbank, I've noticed, is really enjoying his time up home with his, uh, with his family. And uh, I know his, uh, his mother, like all mothers, is very caring and has been pushing him to, uh, to get into a bit of study and he's doing that. So um, there's a couple. There's one that I had that I was a bit worried about. Um, and uh, it was more so he, it's for his brothers, but um, Walsh's mum... Apparently, Dad has to love the other two boys twice as much because Walshie's mum loves Sam a little bit more than than the others. So, uh, a big Wayno says he has to pick up the pieces there for for uh, Tommy and uh, Henry. So, uh, there, there's a couple. Simo's mum, look, she's been a mum of a footballer for about 33 years now. So, um, that's a great effort by Gail, I think. Um, I think Cade moved out halfway through his career. So just after he turned 30, he moved out at home because uh, he's been playing for that long. But He, he has to win this category, doesn't he? he I like his mum, His mum cuts his socks up and sews them back together with the, so they're the right length, drops food at his house at every game. It's, uh, he has to win it for me. And it's, it's, I'm, I'm just not sure when it's acceptable for Simo to sort of branch off from his mum. That's probably the thing that, is worrying for me. He's what forty, yeah. And still, still essentially sort of living at home. I think someone did mention that you've you've got to let go of your mum when you finish playing footy. So he just said, "I'm not going to finish playing footy." <laughs> so let him hang on there. So no, I think you're right. I think Simo is definitely May, um, and that'll that'll generate a bit of interest for a whole different group of fans too. Those over forty five plus might might really enjoy someone their age um, in the calendar. <laughs> Tim, I would love taking the photo for it, I reckon, as well. Oh, wouldn't he ever? <laughs> oh. uh, what have we got next? June, tax time. Tax Who's prepping time. Their tax? Who's prepping it so that as soon as it ticks over the financial year, they're lodging? Yeah, look, there's a few penny savers in this, this group, aren't there? There's, uh, there's definitely, I think, being a player, you get a real feel for it. Um, I, I hear some rumours. Crip tells me it was when he was younger, but um, he reckons that he just can't shake the tag. And uh, I know back in my days, uh, early days at North Melbourne, I think Wayne Carey was shouting some of the rookies um, to go on the footy trip. So uh, I've got no doubt Crip, now that he's a captain, he'd be along those lines. But I've heard in the past that he was a bit of a penny saver. You might be able to share a bit more light than on that I, one. I, 
I don't think he's shaken the tag at all. I I still think he's one of the the bigger penny savers at the club. I reckon I've, I don't I've never met anyone that that loves their dollars and what the dollars are doing for them more than Big Rick. Okay. Yeah, uh, he's always always prepping with what he's going to do next. But there there's a few more. I'd say there's a few more. Yeah, Lockie O'Brien. Lockie O'Brien, yes. Lockie O'Brien, definitely. Um, I'd say Zach Fisher. Zach Fisher's Zach Fisher and Gibbo are just the king at trying to get free coffees off everyone. Okay. That's very. Um, they're probably yeah. the few for me. Talking about things from leadership starts from the top. I, I don't know if Brad Lloyd or, or Andrew Russell shouted to him at coffees either. <laughs> Taking a swipe at Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> the nicest guy on the planet will have a go at him. It's the only thing I could get him involved. I thought we got to get these guys off the field. And, um, um, Johnny Barker, look, talk about um, from a coaching point of view, he's very astute when it comes to the, the share market and, um, and that side of things. So I've got no doubt he, he's got a good track record of knowing where his money is as well. Yes, no, I would 100% agree with that. All right. So who are you going to go with? Who are you going to put in the calendar? I'm giving it to Crip. Crip has to be in the calendar for... If we're talking about penny saving, tax time, it's got to be Crip for me. No, okay. Not a problem at all. All right. What about when you get your tax return? Let's go to July. You get your return. Who is spending it ASAP? Uh, well, I think are... most, of the, most of the first years, like having from a bit of experience of when you get your first tax back in your first year, it's like the best thing you'll ever see in your bank account. And there's, there's always some purchase that a first year will make that's just ridiculous. Okay. Liam Stocker is the perfect example of this. Yeah, what happened here? Well, just in general, he's like bought a spear gun. He goes snorkeling. He, I don't know. He just that was, so That's probably the perfect example I've got brought to my mind. Um, Big Jack Martin would be getting a nice return this year, you'd think, unless yeah, he's got he's, most, well, he most shaved enough. He was going to get a return. <laughs> Maybe we need to leave um, July empty because none of the players are going to get a return this year. Um, they haven't paid anything in the last couple of months. But uh, what about Big Big Cal Moore? Has got a fair bit of work done on his leg. That'd be that'd be a fair. I'm not sure. I'm not big on the tats in the terms of what they cost. But I'm guessing that's that's fairly expensive to get get that much work done. You're you're asking the wrong man here. I've I've got a tattoo on my body. No, I'm, I'm similar, but I've heard. So I think um, Cal would have uh, had to invest a, a little bit there. So maybe uh, maybe on his tax return, he's, uh, he's putting that towards uh, another bit of artwork. I think it's, uh, it's, quite, it's quite impressive, actually, what he's got. I think it's uh, to do with his, his heritage back in New Zealand. But, um, yeah, he's, he's definitely got a fair bit of work done there. It would have taken a bit of time. Yeah right. Well, why don't we put him in there? He can he can take uh, he can take July on the tax tax time once he gets it back. What goes on in August, mate? Nothing goes on in August. Nothing. Nothing goes on in August. But in from a footballing sense, it's you're either trying to play finals, you're out of finals, or you're in finals. So if you're out of finals, which we have been in the uh, last few years, it's a tough month. It's a tough month to get through. Yeah. No, that's that's right. The the mentally tough and, and physically tough players stand up in August, I reckon. They're the ones that can yeah. keep it done. They're not dropping away waiting for the finals excitement to come. 
and they go out there just to be the best that they can be and, and, and uh, compete. So no, I like it. So uh, give us give us a little rundown. We've got a few in this category that could be could be quite tough. Just competitive and tough. Uh, first two that go to mind are Jonesy and Levi. Um, from there, you got Weedering, Jack Martin, Kennedy, Cripper, um, Walshie. That's probably the, the main feud off the top of my head. I don't know if I've missed There's probably a few more. A little surprise packet when it came to toughness was Fraser Phillip. Um, Phillips, he, he turns side on and you can't see him. But against Brisbane, he went back twice with a flight of the ball into packs. And uh, I think he's going to be fairly tough. Um, Is he? Good Gippsland boy, Teague, that's why. That, that, that surprised me. Maybe that was where the expectations weren't quite there. Um, <laughs> but in terms of uh, in terms of it, he's not calendar-worthy yet, but uh, maybe down the track there's a, there's a hidden talent there. The other one that jumps out at me at all pre-season, I know a few of the mids have liked it, has been Big Pitto. He, he competes in the air and then uh, he's onto him. He's looking to hit bodies and take someone out. Now, I, I definitely agree with that. I've, uh, I've thoroughly enjoyed playing with Big Pito in the uh, practice games that we have played. Well, I'll leave it. You're out there playing with him. Who, who are the guys that, who, which player are you going to give the month of uh, August to? It, it has to go between Jonesy and Levi. So I don't know who won, who won this preseason out of that. They played on each other nearly every game. Who, who bettered it? I, I'm happy to give it to both, to be honest. Oh, you're going to split page? I'm going to split page. Maybe we can just get a photo of them two competing against each other okay okay I, I can't be controversial and pick one or the other because i think they both both have killed it so far yeah no that's all right if you want to sit on fences that's cool that's fine i'll, I'll take that fence <laughs> so we're going they're two, they're two, they're two tough guys <laughs> you're right i'm not going to argue with either of them um i do remember i joined in training for about two minutes one stage and jonesy started running back at me and that was the end i was out of training so um, that I, 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 I do remember that exact moment when I kicked you the ball and you had the sit and Jonesy was coming from the front and you couldn't have brown-pounced it anymore, if, I, if I'm being honest. I tried to sell it that I was protecting Jonesy and I didn't want to kill him. I, it was very strategic. I think if you go to the club now, you cannot find that vision. It's been deleted. <laughs> um, I, I know a couple of guys in places that can get that done, so I was, I was pretty, pretty happy with that. So Levi Jonesy for August. Um, yeah. September, big month, exciting month. Big month. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Definitely agree. Finals, I reckon. Finals time, who's stepping up? We, we should be in finals, so who's going to step up in September? Who's Mr. September for us? That's a good question. I oh, Look, oh, I've been excited by Samo across half back, and I'm just seeing, and maybe it's just the era I grew up in, but when I was 17, 18, Andrew McLeod, I think, won back-to-back Norm Smith medals. Um, playing across halfback, midfield. But I'm just seeing a little bit of uh, Andrew McLeod in, in Samo at the moment. So uh, I'm pretty excited by that. I think he would step up. Uh, I love guys that can get their job done. So Plowman comes to mind. But he's already in there for February. And I think that's more suited for him, uh, being just the lover boy. Um, so there's a couple. Is there anyone that jumps out for you? Uh, Levi, um, for me, which is ability to get any role done on any day. If something happens or the team needs someone, he'd, he'd throw his hand up in any spot. 
Um, but probably the big one for me is Jackie Martin, just seeing what he did in round one. Um, big game, highly emotional for him. I, I just reckon he steps up in big moments for us. No, I like, I like that. Now, October, very different month, October. So from a football point of view, it sort of shuts down. Who just goes missing in the off-season? Who's packed their bag, packed their locker up last day and just out the door, you will not hear from them until we're back for pre-season? Yeah, as, as a coach, most of the players do that to us coaches. Not enough of us by the time they get to uh, October. So uh, there could be... Probably fair enough. Probably about 38 of these. There's probably about seven of them sucking up to get another contract or, or to try and get a game. But the other 38 just say, see you later, coaches. So I think you're far more equipped to uh, to delve into this one. Yeah. Uh, well, a lot of the country boys just shift off home, um, whether it's interstate or in Victoria. So uh, like the Dows, um, O'Brien, the Conning, they all just... Ed Kerno, Ed Kerno just, he does actually, he's a disappearer. He goes down to his place in Kenneth and just doesn't come back for a while. Yeah. Um, but the, there's a standout for me of just someone that genuinely, there's, there's, a different, there's a difference between just going home and being home and enjoying home and someone planning holidays around getting away from people. I think there's a stark difference. And Weeders legitimately planned holidays where he is either off grid or doing absolutely nothing so that no one can find him, no one can see him, no one can talk to him. And I think he just decompresses because he's not a big lover of being around people. So he's done his full quarter by the time he's finished uh, finished during the year. And American sport would be really firing up too, wouldn't it? So he'd be just able to just slide across into that. And yeah, uh, all about uh, past year. I reckon Josh Honey's a little dark horse for that. He's, he's been going super well on the track pretty quiet and uh, I've heard he's just built a man cave so he might just disappear into his man cave in isolation he's built a man cave so we might not see him again uh, come October he might just set I don't know what's in there but if he does a good job we might not see him until until training comes back I, I think we're gonna go weeders I think he's uh he's the clear for me just boots off leaves us all behind and doesn't want to talk to any of us once we once he leaves nah, fair enough weeders it is November November. Time trial time. We're back. Time, well, there's races everywhere. There's races on the track and there's races off the track at the at the race course. So there's probably two ways we could go in November. There's there's all the elite runners, um, which we've got a quite a few. Um, got a few. Yeah, Charlie, Marchy, obviously very good runners. Cotters, Walshy. Walshy, very um, good. Gibbo. Gibbo. Very good. Um, no, you're right. We've got we've got quite a few. Uh, this is a hard one. Are you leaning? Is are you sold with anyone here? Uh, well, if we went the other way, what's the other way? The other way is horse racing. Who goes to the races and and loves a, a get up? It's pretty um, a bit of vanity work. Is uh, where we're at here. So if we're at, that's sort of going down the same path of the isolation. You got the yeah. I reckon Kempy would love the races. I reckon oh, he'll Kempy, be a feature. Yeah, he's going to be big, big in the races. I think he'll be Murph. Murph's the ambassador of almost every race, isn't he? Murph would Murph would have to be um, up there. The, the Silvani boys are well connected. Obviously, uh, 
their father and mother uh, have, uh, are connected and, and those two boys are two good looking roosters that uh, I reckon they find, not only they find the races, like you said earlier, they, they can find a camera as well. They're, they're, they're good at that. So what about from a, from a running point of view? Do you have a standout from the running point of view? We've, we've covered a lot of names. Do you have one? Yeah. Well, Cotters is the king of time trials. He's, um, he's reigning champ back to back years. So It's becoming convincing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's, it's almost, he's winning by a bit now. Yeah, like well, we had Charlie and Marchy out this year, and uh, but there's still uh, Walshy, Gibbo, Lockie O'Brien, oh, Lockie O'Brien was out for a bit of the time trial as well. So it'll be interesting next year. But um, yeah, no, I think Cots gets it for on the track, for off the track, but at the track. Can we go past the veteran? No, I don't think we can. No, I don't think we can. I think Mark Murphy's got to take out the uh, the November calendar uh, for off the track. Um, one of the best at it too. Like, doesn't matter what angle the camera is at, he he nails a he nails a photograph. Um, obviously, with his his stunning wife Jesse as well, they uh, they do the races quite well. I'd I'd love to know how many suits he's got. You'd have to have a lot of suits. All right, December last month, we're getting there. We're getting this. But uh, uh, December last one, uh, Christmas time, time of. Uh... Time of giving, yes, I would say. Giving back, giving back to the supporters, giving to others, thinking of others. Um, gee, I'll tell you what, if you jump out, Setters is outstanding at, at getting around the boys and, and giving time back. And Ed's very good at organising everyone to get to a to a AFLPA function. Um, he's very, <laughs> very good at that. Philpy gave himself an extra toe. Um, yeah. That's giving. Uh, that's giving. He said, I'll have 11 toes, thanks, not just uh, 10. Or is that taking? Did he take one or someone else? I don't know. But um, he's, got, he's got 11 toes. But uh, I think there's one player that uh, for a long time, not just uh, Carlton fans, but for the AFL, it probably gives them as much excitement as anyone. It's, it's, it's probably Eddie. Yeah, it has, to, it has to be Eddie. It has to be Eddie. He's, uh, he's been giving for a, a number of years now and... Is uh, well deserving into the month of December, I would say. Yeah, no, I think uh, I think he's spot on there. Even even on uh, Christmas time, is uh, I don't think there was any any supporter that turned up that he didn't uh, sign their autograph. If they waited around long enough, they would have got an autograph. So he's he's outstanding there. He's got his books too. Uh, it is little homies about kindness and uh, trying to put a smile on other people's faces. Something I know he he aims to do. So I think Eddie's perfect for Christmas. So I think. Uh, I think we've got it done. I think we've, we've, it. we've got through. We've got January, shirts off Willow. Yeah. February, Valentine's Day, right. Mantic Plough. We've got March, we've got hard working, Labor Day, hard working. We went with Walshy there. Yeah, Walshy. April, um, isolation, likes their own company. Well, Harry Mackay wins that hands down. Um, there was daylight second. Um, Mummy's Boy. Um, who do you know? Oh, Simo. I threw Simo there. Yeah, Simo there. Yep. No, he's he's been a mummy's boy. He's been a boy of a mum for a lot longer than any other player. Um, June. Oh, that's right. Well, Crips is not going to like this, but look, we've got to be real. He'll hate it. He'll no, hate no, it. We, no, we, we, our fans deserve the truth. We've got to be real. So tax time, we'll go with um, Penny Saver, Cripper. July. The the uh, tax return spender, 
Um, Maury. We're a bit worried that no players will get too much back this year, but um, we're going to go with Maury for a little bit of artwork. We reckon he's, he's invested a fair bit of uh, money into the into that particular leg. Um, what do we have next? Aug- oh, August. That was your. Yeah, that's where you got splinters, I, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I sat in the fence there. Yeah, Levi. Levi and Jonesy. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to have to tell the other one that I didn't vote for them either, so that's okay. Um, finals, stepping up September. Jack, Jack Martin. Martin. Yeah, I like it. We saw what he did round one. I think our fans are going to be pretty excited there. October, gone, goes missing. Don't see him, don't hear from him. Do you end up going with Jacob? Yeah, I went with Jacob. Jacob Wiedering. Um, November. Now, we had two two titles here. We had on the track for time trial. You had Cots, um, undisputed, um, convincing uh, the last couple of years. So, it's quite good. And off the track, but at the track, is we've gone with the veteran, Mark Murphy. We've, he's got a couple of protégés that are nipping at his heel. There is a couple. Gibbo would love to like sort of fall into that vein as well. Um, maybe Jace Davenport could sneak in there for uh, a Jace, bit. Jace, Jace Davenport's already sneaking. He's already in there. Yeah, no, well, no, he's up there, but he could help the younger guys come along. I think he'd give them some guidance. And then December, Christmas, um, giving back. We've gone with bets for the, the, the month of December. So um, we've got we've got through all the months. Um, that took a bit longer That's than it. I thought. Yeah. Same. Thanks, baggers. That's been Blues Banter presented by Barclays Smokehouse for this week. Make sure to tune in to next week's episode. Cheers. Stay safe. Look after each other.